Our uh, text this morning is the gospel reading in, in Luke 12. Uh, I'm going to repeat what I said to you earlier at verse 51. It says, do you think that I have come to give peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. And this is our text. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I um, wonder if you, uh, well, I mean, whatever exposure you've had to children, I, I have seen this often enough. Um, children look at, at the way you treat them, especially among siblings and stuff, and they, they will uh, fuss about the differences they see in discipline. So, you know, if you treat one a little bit different than you treat another, then they, they get all upset because that's not fair, and then you hear a lot of not fair I don't know what that's about, but this, you, you all know that life isn't that. <laughs> it isn't fair. And, and what you do among your children, whatever children are there with you, they, uh, well, they're not all the same. And, you know, you've got to do different things for them because they need you to do it that way. But, you know, it would be nice if they would look at, uh, at something that happens to them in the way of discipline and say, I'm sorry, that was a bad thing. I don't mean to do that, and I don't want to do it anymore. But they never come with that. It always seems to be the not fair thing. Um, now I'm, I'm saying this because you get this announcement from Jesus. It's pretty harsh. Uh, it, at least it feels like that to me because it's not the sort of thing that you are used to from him. He, he, he doesn't talk like this or, well, I should say, we imagine that he doesn't talk like this because obviously he does. A division, you'd think, even with his disciples, they, they would think that, that that's sort of the opposite of what he wants. Division? But he reports that uh, that's why he came. Well, that's even worse, that, that that's why he came. And uh, friends, families, nations, he's saying will be at each other's throats with division because he came. That really doesn't sound like what Jesus would want at all. You know, uh, as, as we sit here or uh, even other times when we're thinking about all the uproar in the world, you would think that uh, Jesus would want everybody to be at peace always. That's the way we think. Um, and, and it isn't what he's coming with today. And, you know, again, even as we sit here, we know that that's the way it happens. If you go out in the world, you see division a good bit. You all have family. Uh, and, and even friends sometimes that pay no attention to Jesus. It's not a part of their life. Uh, uh, their religion is far from them. And, and especially whenever, uh, whenever you're dealing with family, it's sort of a sticking point whenever it comes up to talk about Jesus or religion in a general sense. I mean, it's almost worse than politics sometimes. Although I know that's a stretch. <laughs> um, you you know uh, that Jesus could just wave his hand 
and make all of the forces of separation go away. But you heard him. He says he came to bring division, which is an upsetting problem. It's hardly fair that we have to deal with it when Jesus deals with all of us uh, in, in a different way uh, from someone else. So, you know, believers get treated one way and, and unbelievers get treated another way. Uh, we'd all like it better if Christians were allowed to be more agreeable, I suppose, because, you know, if you think about what Jesus teaches you, it's, it's really, really hard for people that don't believe to accept such things. Then uh, it would be easier if Jesus could be more flexible so we wouldn't have to be fussing all the time. Uh, fact is, a lot of Christians get tired of this fussing and they, uh, they do get more flexible, even if Jesus doesn't, uh, so that they uh, can give up a little bit of truth about homosexuality or abortion or, or, or a number of other things that Jesus has no flexibility about at all. Uh, and sometimes they'll just let that stuff go to the side so they don't have to deal with what everybody else thinks about it. They'll be just a little more socially agreeable. So they end up giving up some of the truth. But Jesus doesn't do that. <laughs> he doesn't agree with that. He doesn't allow that. He, he, he comes to bring division. Now, I hate, personally, I hate the stark contrast that is drawn between Christ's perfection and, and my own and the rest of humanity. Uh, we're just not like that. But Jesus came specifically to draw that hard line between light and darkness. He even uses words like that sometimes. How could you uh, understand light if you didn't sometimes stand in darkness, trip over stuff and stub your toe uh, until you can flip on the light. The light and the darkness doesn't make sense unless you do that sometimes. How could you, um, how could anyone really know evil properly if, uh, without good to set the definition? Because the only reason you know what evil is is because you've seen good and vice versa. Can you not know in your faith and salvation and, and, you know, and understand that that is truth that only finds itself in Christ? Uh, uh, and in that faith and salvation, know peace, real peace for yourself, which is the full and complete opposite of the hopeless despair that people have without Christ. You've been to funerals. You know what that looks like when people have no notion of resurrection, no notion of forgiveness or Jesus. They, they are hopeless with this. It's the end of things. And you can see the difference. Jesus was here to show you the difference. Paul even says, uh, if you go look in, in 1 Corinthians 11, he says that the differences are there so you'll know what God approves of. Uh, and, and that makes pretty good a sense. Uh, your heavenly father sent his son into the flesh specifically to show you the difference between mercy and condemnation. To show you the difference to the, uh, between heaven and hell only because 
the son of the living God died on a cross of shame to give them to you, to give you mercy, to give you heaven. And you know the difference. And then it's there to show you the full division between death and life when he gets up from the grave. He rose to eternal life in the glory of perfected humanity as he appears to his disciples. Uh, the, the reason families have become so horribly humanly divided is because some people, like you folks, see the truth and the love of God, his compassion, his mercy, and some, sadly, do not. You only see the sin that Jesus reveals undeniably because that's the way he talks. To see it and accept it, that sin is a real thing and that we all have a problem with it, 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 it leads to despair unless it's denied absolutely. And so then, you know, anytime somebody is forced to look at Jesus, then they get upset because they cannot simply deny the thing by the ways of the world. The only solution for that, the one that rests in your hands, is Christ received by faith. And this happens as faith comes by baptism or faith comes by the hearing of the truth about Christ. And, and as it turns out, when, when, when you hear the Great Commission and he talks about making disciples, the two things that he gives you as tools to walk around in this world with him are baptism and his word, the things that he teaches. He gives you those to bring about faith. Those are the tools that were left you until he comes. Until then, some will be divided. Faith and truth brings peace and love and salvation with God. And those two things stand apart and they're horrible and they're upsetting which is why we don't like them. But they're there on purpose to show the difference. And some will come understanding the difference to the good, to the love, to the mercy that Christ is. At the beginning there, he says, I came to cast fire on the earth. And he was in a hurry. He would, he, I would that it were already kindled. Well, that doesn't sound right either. In fact, it sounds kind of bad. It's <laughs> like you come to cast fire down on the earth. That's generally considered a bad thing. But he's talking about, if, if you listen to John the Baptist, he's talking about a baptism of spirit and fire that he wants to come into the world, fire to cleanse, fire to purify, fire to bring faith. It's Pentecost he's talking about. The Holy Spirit coming, he talks about. The sanctification of Christ who prunes and removes the dross and makes you clean in his forgiveness is what he's talking about. And he says he's coming. And he's in a hurry. And so uh, if all of those things are coming with him, I would say uh, the sooner the better. <laughs> We're ready for him to come now. Because uh, we continue to suffer with the divisions, with the difficulties, with the hardships that come with the people that don't believe, along with the people that do. All of us having our own little problems to bring into the world, sooner the better. Come, Lord Jesus.
Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.